At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. Amal Shaw on assignment in Florida for the next four or five days. But a cavalcade of guests joining the program today. A big Thursday show here in 15 minutes. We'll have Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire. Uh, he'll be on to discuss the comings and goings in the uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline. We talked to him on Monday, but we didn't know some of the big moves that were going to be made and whether he agrees uh, with the line moves pursuant to that. Christopher Sullivan, former U.S. men's national team soccer player, analyst for BN Sports. He's going to join us to preview the English Premier League season in about 30 minutes. And then Danny Burke, host of Rush Hour right here on VSEN, will wrap up the hour with me. But first, in studio, Mr. Nick Bogdanovich, now of Circus Sports, longtime veteran bookmaker here in Las Vegas. Nick, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, it was a downpour on the way down here. A little rain, summer rain in Las Vegas. It's incredible how much rain we've had the last week, but uh, made it just in time. Yeah, none at my house, but when I hit the 95, it was raining pretty good. Uh, and as you mentioned, I mean, what we've, this is like the fourth day of rain in the last 10. It's, it's, it's incredible. We're not used to that. Uh, an interesting week for a bookmaker, Nick, in, in that both in the NFL and in Major League Baseball, a lot of news coming out. Uh, let's start with the NFL and Deshaun Watson. And how, as a bookmaker, you have to handle the uncertainty of, you know, arguably a top eight, top 10 quarterback in the league, not knowing is he going to play this year? Is he going to play the whole year? Is he going to be suspended for six games? Now the NFL's appealing. How do you handle the prices on the Browns, the prices in the Central with this much uncertainty? You know, the scary thing is you you you, you get the facts and, and you use your gut opinion, but I think it's more clouded now than ever. I mean, good. I think good. he gave him six games. I figured a normal person would say, okay, we'll agree with the six games. Let's put this thing behind us. It, it's been in the news for too long. Let's put it behind us. But Goodell wants to give him the electric chair. I mean, he really does. He, he wants to suspend him for life. So... So now, you know, Deshaun, after Goodell comes with them, then, then Deshaun's camp's going to appeal. Who knows? He may play all 16 this year uh, before it's all said and done, or he may play none. I, it's still up in the air. But the good thing is the betters have the same dilemma as us. So that, that, that neutralizes the playing field. Now, I know Chris Bennett was on with Mitch and Paul on Follow the Money and said the number was sort of built into he was going to play all year. So when the six-game suspension came down, we actually raised – uh, the Browns' odds lowered the win total, the juice on it, and 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 
and uh, increased their odds to win division, conference, and Super Bowl. It's interesting now because Goodell now has three choices on the appeal, though. He can decide it himself, <laughs> which Watson can appeal. He can appoint someone within his camp, or he can appoint an independent arbiter, which he already did once. Now he doesn't like the decision, so does he choose another independent arbiter? It's really intriguing and then what does watson come back with i think he would have been okay with six games and the browns would have been okay with six games yeah no if you uh, inject a true sermon to deshaun watson's <laughs> cap six games was fantastic then you know you could try to move on with his life so it, it's a difficult decision obviously goodell wields a lot of power i you know listen the kid he's only 26 i don't want to call him a kid but i'm 60 but he screwed up i, I believe in second chances so I, I wish they would just leave it at six games and move on but i don't i don't, I don't think that's going to play out like that then of course here at the uh, august 2nd three o'clock pacific we had the major league baseball trade deadline a lot of activity this year uh, teams becoming clear sellers teams like the padres clear buyers the padres obviously with the biggest splash landing soto and bell uh, and Hader. Well, let's not forget getting Hader uh, on Monday uh, and shipping Taylor Rogers to Milwaukee. Padres were 22 to 1 here at Circa Sports um, going into Monday. After the dust settles, they're 11 to 1. That's a huge move. Do you agree with it? I do agree with it. I think the key might be Hader. Uh, if he returns to a year ago's form, uh, you know, obviously we know what you're going to get with Soto. I think he's as good as any player in the league. And when you have. Soto and Machado, and whenever they get Tatis back, that's incredible, two, three, and four in your lineup. So, you know, with their starting pitching, I think it's good enough to compete with the Dodgers, uh, especially if Snell, he's trending right. If Snell can get back to form of a couple years ago, they can trot out their three, Darvish, Snell, and uh, and Musgrove. They they can compete with anyone. So if Hayter can close games, I think they're going to have plenty of leads. So if he returns to form, I really like the Padres' chance. I would agree with you. If Snell gets back to his form, then they have a chance. It looks like it looks like now Atlanta could still catch the Mets, and we don't know for sure. But it looks like they're headed for a wild card series at Atlanta for three games, and you got to win two out of three. I don't know if they have enough if Snell's not Blake Snell that we knew in Tampa Bay, because the Braves can trot out a lot. I mean, they you know Strider does Strider get a start there? I mean. Uh, Freed, I mean, Freed's probably right now, in my mind, the only other guy that can win the Cy Young behind Alcantara because I think Burns did himself in here the other night blowing that three-run lead, and Freed has been great the last two and a half months. Morton's got the experience. Don't sleep on Kyle Wright. He's a guy that's probably just below the top-tier pitcher. So, I mean, the Braves have sort of the wealth. Maybe their bullpen uh, and Kenley Jansen is what their Achilles heel will be. <laughs> Yeah, the one thing we do know is the good teams are really, really good, which, I mean, it's, it's an embarrassment of riches, these teams, but that makes for great playoffs. It doesn't make for a, a great regular season, but it sure makes for a great playoffs. Uh, in terms of top three, when we're looking at Dodgers versus Padres here, and we have this on the graphic for those watching on vcin.com, which one do you prefer? Do you like the Dodgers, Betts, Turner, Freeman, or Tatis coming back in a week or so, Tatis, Machado, Soto for the Padres? Oh, I would go with the uh, Padres, Tatis Machado and Soto, even though, I mean, I love Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman, but I, I guess I'm looking at the upside. Uh, the upside on the bottom three is off the charts. I mean, that's just insane. Uh, and the the others are sort of steady, proven veterans. We know what their ceilings were, but the bottom three, the, the sky's the limit for those three. And how about Profar? Profar might be I the like wild card. I love, I love his first name. Has he got the greatest first name in baseball? Right, Curis, Jerkson. Jerkson. Look at that jerk. <laughs> Curacao, the kid from Curacao. Good in the field. He's starting to really hit the ball now. Where, where do you, you know, Melvin's got some interesting choices how he stacks this lineup up. You got Cronworth there. Love do you hit, do you hit Soto ahead of Machado. He's got a better eye than Machado. It, it, they, they now have a, um, uh, a wealth of riches in the lineup when it, before it was sort of Machado or bust. All right, let's turn our attention to the real um, two interesting races, and they're in the central divisions of both leagues, yeah. right? A three-horse race in the NL Central with uh, the White Sox, despite Tony La Russa, still in there, right? The Twins, I think the Twins made maybe the second-best uh, trade deadline move in getting Jorge Lopez. They clearly did not have a ninth-inning guy. They had a bunch of sixth, seventh, and eighth-inning guys they get Lopez. If they can turn it into an eight-inning games, I like the Twins to win the division. And then here are the Guardians just hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. No, I think that the Twins come out smelling like a rose. They made moves, and, and the White Sox and the Guardians didn't. And I like 
what uh, I like the Lopez, the closer. I like the 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 Tyler Mail kid from Cincinnati. They got, and I like yeah. Fulmer too. So Minnesota got three arms, and the other two teams really didn't do anything. So I definitely advantage Twins. Now they got to start scoring more than a couple runs a game, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like the Twins spot. Still have Jackson, that bullpen, Emilio Pagan that they picked up from the Padres before the season. So they start from what was the big hole there in their bullpen because they couldn't close the game for a while, uh, could become a strength for them. And then the NL Central. I'm sitting on a ticket, Nick, that I bet before the season. We're talking to Nick Bogdanovich, uh, sportsbook manager here at Circus Sports, longtime uh, sportsbook director here in Las Vegas. I'm sitting on a, a three-team parlay, division parlay, with Dodgers, Astros, Brewers, and I'm just sitting here staring at the Cardinals. Brewers give up, Hater. They really don't do anything. The talk around Milwaukee is the team thinks they've given up on the season. Cardinals pick up Quintana. <sighs> when do I pull the trigger and hedge this bet with the Cardinals? I mean, you can still get the Cardinals plus 180 around right now. Up Only down a game and a half with a doubleheader against the Cubs today. Yeah, good question. The Cardinals <laughs> did go out and uh, got a couple starters. Not great starters, but mm-hmm. solid starters. And Milwaukee really didn't do anything except swap relievers. So hopefully, for your sake, Rodgers pitches well in Milwaukee. I still like Milwaukee's lineup. I like their culture. I like their management. I still think Milwaukee will win that division, but but they didn't make it easy on themselves. Yeah. Baseball playoffs. I mean, we've seen this year and year and again. Of the four major sports, probably the most volatile in that the best team doesn't have to win the World Series, right? Yeah, hockey's a little bit that way, um, and you know the NBA is the opposite of that. It's it's on to chalk every year, and usually the one seeds in the NFL uh, get to, get to the finals. But you know, is it in baseball? Should we be looking right now at these teams like the Padres, like the Twins, like maybe even Atlanta, where you can get eight to one or better to win the World Series, or do you think it's going to be chalky and it's going to be Dodgers against the the Yankees or the Astros? Yeah, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be chalky. Obviously, mm-hmm. it could be, but. NBA and NFL home field is paramount. You just got to get it. Baseball, it, it just who gets the pitching and, and, and timely hitting at the right time. Uh, baseball is about streaks. You get hot for three or four days in the playoffs. Any of those teams can beat anyone. It, it, you know, ask, ask the Braves with the you know Glavin Maddox and and uh, and Smoltz. They won one. They got one. They won one in sixteen years. I they, mean, got, so they got one. <laughs> it's all about timely hitting. And getting hot at the right time, and that's the beauty of Major League uh, postseason. I'm going to leave you with this: we got a 12 million dollar guarantee in the football contest, six million in Survivor, six million uh, in the Circa Millions Four. Where do you think we wind up? Do we get there? I think we will. Uh, of course, I had a bunch of entries last year, so with me, <laughs> be, out. I'm yeah. out. So that might the, the, that might hurt your uh, the, the the count, but no, I do. I, I obviously you got to factor in the economy and the gas and, and things like that, and uh, but I mean, people get so juiced for football and it's, and it's the best contest on the planet and it's got momentum. So I do think we'll get there. The college football guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over and under recommendations. Plus our best season, win total bets, Heisman hopefuls and playoff predictions. The only way to access the football guide is to become a member. You can't buy it a la carte anymore. Special deal, $175 full subscription through the end of the Super Bowl. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Thanks, Nick Bogdanovich. Up next, Jeff Erickson of Rotowire. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering both smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here. I'm all Shaw on assignment in Florida, previewing the big three football teams. Uh, so we'll have more to talk about when he gets back next Tuesday. Joining me now, our friend who usually appears on Mondays, Jeff Erickson, co-founder of RotoWire, fantasy and betting expert in football and baseball. And we're going to talk about baseball today. Jeff, how are you doing on a Thursday? I'm doing great. Um, you know, I it's I just did a updated ranking for fantasy football. I did an article on baseball for the AL trade deadline, trying to break down every team that what they did and what they didn't do. So, lots going on. I'm super excited. As you know, it, it, this these two months, it's just madhouse every single day. There's always something going on. Are you, you spurned uh, this? I was going to ask this question later, but let's lead with this. I'm looking at a lot of people's lists of winners and losers and neutral for the trades. And Houston does not appear on a lot of teams' lists, the Astros as winners. I would put the Astros, if I'm making a list of five winners, in that list. I thought they helped their lineup a lot. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I mean, they had targeted at strikes. They got exactly what they needed. They needed one left-handed reliever. They got him in Will Smith. They needed an upgrade at offense and catcher. Christian Vasquez is exactly that. It's perfect. Uh, I would have hoped to see Wilson Contreras go there because, frankly, I want to see more cross-league trades. But... Uh, Vasquez is a really nice acquisition. And of course, Trey Mancini improves in a lot of places. So it allows them to use Jordan Alvarez as the DH. They can play Mancini left field. If they want to give Gurriel a day off at first base, that can work too. I think it's perfect. I, I thought that they did a really good job addressing what they need. Them and the Twins were the two teams I thought that were not like the scream at you acquisitions, but players that absolutely fit what they needed. I ranked the Twins second behind the Padres and what they did, and getting Lopez for that glaring hole of the ninth inning. They got a lot of sixth inning guys, a few seventh inning guys, and an eighth inning guy or two. But I think what they did in shoring up that boat, but you know, they're still the second choice behind the White Sox in a lot of books to win the AL Central. Are they worth a bet at around plus 150? Yeah, absolutely. And Tyler, don't, don't. Look wow. past Tyler Malley mm-hmm. and two. I mean, I you look at that rotation, and the rotation is the shaky part, right? I mean, I, you know, you look at these guys, and they probably aren't a team that you would look to see that, okay, this guy can win a playoff game. This guy will win a playoff game. But that's that's kind of a little name scouting and not necessarily looking directly at a matchup. But they really need to shore up the rotation, and it pushes everybody down a slot. I, I think that was fantastic for them, too. They paid a pretty price for it. The, the three prospects the Reds got were pretty good. The, I thought that they gave up some high upside arms in the Jorge Lopez deal. Maybe not highly touted guys, but guys that have a lot of upside and, you know, you know, with the Orioles, they're looking for a volume, and I get that. So I thought, you know, the, that Lopez trade was a make sense for both teams type of trade. Brewers, Cardinals, NL Central. 
Cardinals go out and get a couple arms, including Jose Quintana, who's going to start game two against the Cubs today. Brewers, not so much. They, you know, the hater uh, for Trevor Rogers trade, from what I'm hearing and what the writers there are writing, not well received in the locker room there, as right. if they're giving up on this season, that, that the players feel that way, including Darren Williams, uh, uh, who finally gives up a run after that long streak last night. I mean, what are you going to do, Boxberger? Uh, in the eighth, t- t- Rogers has not used his fastball in a month, and everybody's sitting on that slider. Is it time for me to hedge my ticket, the three-teamer Astros to win their division, Dodgers and Brewers, and jump on the Cardinals while I can still get them at plus 170? It's not a bad idea. Um, I like what the Cardinals did. I think the Jordan Montgomery trade was a pretty smart move for them. I, if you, you can squint. You can see what the Yankees were thinking. They wanted a true center fielder, but Bader might not play until September. Man, he's got plantar fasciitis. Uh, I mean, he may not play at all. Uh, and Montgomery, they really needed to improve their starting rotation. The, the, the only thing I'll quibble with with the Cardinals is, you know, it's a little bit of a variation on a theme in terms of what they have in their rotation. They, don't, they still don't have that guy. That could be your game one starter. Unless Jack Flaherty comes back and is great right away. They, you know, it's I guess it's Adam Wainwright that starts a game one for them. Or maybe Miles Michaelis. Maybe it's Montgomery. They they add depth. They could, this is a uh these are trades that make get you to the playoffs. They don't win you playoff games. Uh let's get to the Padres now. And my sure. partner Amal, who's your good friend, believes that the Padres are gonna win the National League now based on the moves that they made. Rex Byers, who's worked in several dozen sports books uh, around North America, m- put a tweet out that the Padres went from being the fourth best team in the National League to being the fourth best team in the National League. Who do you fall closer to, Amal or Rex, on your opinion of what the Padres did? I still, I, I, I mean, I love that they went for it. As a fan, as you know, I, I love that. I think it's as a fan of the game, I love that a team is in the twenty seventh biggest media market is going for it. They're not playing the whole "woe is us" uh, game because I mean it's really hard for them to expand their territory. Joe Sheehan wrote about this a little bit in his newsletter, uh, but it, I love that they they've got an owner that says, "Let's go all in. Let's go get that generational player." Them versus the Dodgers, it, it's still a debate, uh, and I love that we're going to see a series between them this weekend right away. Dodgers, uh, you know, you got Dodgers, Padres, and uh, Braves, Mets this weekend. I mean, that that's just high theater there. I I'm closer to Rex's opinion though. Um, I, I think that I mean we'll see. I mean, last night was electric, but it was against Chad Cool and the Rockies. Let's see it against a better team. Let's see it when they go out on the road. See what they can do, but. It's it's going to be fun. I love that we can speculate about that. You would have thought it was the seventh game of the World Series at Petco last night. I mean, the energy is absolutely incredible and good for them. Yep. Let's let's preview. We, we, so at circa the Padres were twenty-two to one heading into the week. They got down to eleven to one. Uh, the bookmakers' opinion is it's probably going to close somewhere between twelve and fourteen to one. But before everybody jumps in on the Padres here. Let's preview the likely wild card matchup where they got to go for, to Atlanta for three games, unless Atlanta overcomes the Mets. What's the rotation for each team in that three-game series in your mind, Jeff? Uh, so for Atlanta, I mean, you're looking at Max Fried in game one. I think that that's pretty clear. Probably Charlie Morton in game two. I would have liked to see Atlanta add one more starting pitcher. That's I know they added Odorizzi, but he's not a top three starter in my opinion. The, uh, Spencer Strider is the game three starter. I forgot about Strider. Um, so th- those are your three for Atlanta. For uh, the Padres, I mean, it's some combination of Darvish uh, is going to be probably game one, Musgrove two. Uh, who would you do game three for the Padres? They have options. Um, is it Snell? I, Snell – I think you got to give the ball to Musgrove though because of his season. But if, well, yeah, if Musgrove for sure. Snell is trending back to Tampa Bay. Snell, and and he's probably the best of the three if he gets to that point. You might even see Snell in Game Two. I I don't know. I just don't like maybe against Morton, but I don't know against Freed or Strider. I don't forget Kyle Wright. I mean Kyle yeah. Wright could be the Game Three guy too. I don't know that I like the Padres starting matchup against any of those three. Don't and don't forget about Clevenger too. He's pitching yeah. better lately too. I do forget about Manaya. He's the guy that's been a little bit off lately. And if you would have asked me this question two months ago, I would have said Manaya would have been one of the three. I think it's Musgrove, Darvish, and Snell. And I think Clevenger is really close. It depends on whether they want to go more righty or lefty. I mean, I think that's the debate for them. Are the National League Cy Young race is the National League Cy Young race and the American League MVP race essentially over? Is it Alcantara and Judge now? Judge, man, he just keeps on extending. Um, it, it's hard. I mean, I've, you know, as far as the uh, 
I, I've seen them at like a minus 400 now, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. That's it, that that's pretty close to put it in the cooler mode there. Um, NL Cy Young with Alcantara. No, I'm not willing to give it up yet because still two months, you know, he, if he ever misses a month, I mean, he doesn't get any credit for his team. I think that's the thing that really works against him. If he remains durable all season, keeps on cranking it out, then yeah, he probably gets it. But I, I'm not willing to say that one's over yet. What I just, say you? I thought it was a bad week for Burns. He gives up the three-run lead. He walks six, takes the loss with four and runs, and yeah. Alcantara goes nine. I mean, who's going to catch him now? Maybe Freed? But I, I think, and I also, your opinion on this, do voters have a little bit of a bias against voting for the same guy again? And, and not consciously, but so unconsciously, you're going to vote on Corbin Burns to win the Cy Young again if he did last year? Uh, you know, the whole concept of voter fatigue has been you know, debated a lot on Twitter. I've seen that, and I've seen it back and forth. Um, I mean, it's not like Burns is some objectionable guy. Um, I think maybe if, if it were a, more of a lightning rod figure like Aaron Rodgers in football or something like that, then maybe you get that voter fatigue. Uh, but even then, I mean, it didn't really hurt Rodgers that badly. So um, I think that uh, I, I think it, you know, I don't think it'll really wear off that badly for him. I, I think I, I, I think Alcantara is a clear favorite, but I don't think it's over. I but, guess that's the way I'd phrase it. Got about 45 seconds, Jeff. Let's hit one game on t- today's schedule tonight. Blue Jays come north from Tampa to take on Minnesota. Sonny Gray against Alec Manoa. Manoa and the Twins, a small road favorite, total eight. Manoa's coming off one of his worst starts. He's also, you know, got hit by the comebacker at the very end and walked off, but uh, he is making that start. Um,. I kind of like the twins in this one. I don't know what the, I didn't check the weather on this one yet, but from what I see, it doesn't look that bad. So give me, give me the twins on that one. There. I was front row home plate Saturday in San Diego. And I thought Sonny Gray was more impressive than Morton just to the naked eye. Thanks for the time, Jeff. We always appreciate it. You bet. Thanks Mike. All right. Up next, Christopher Sullivan, soccer expert. Talk about the English premier league. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Of course you do. You're listening to VSIN. Check out our Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses. And bad beats from sports books right here in Las Vegas and all across this great land of ours. Download the Visa and Best Bets podcast now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. At this time, we want to welcome in Christopher Sullivan, former U.S. men's national team soccer player and now analyst for BN Sports. He'll be covering the World Cup in November from Qatar. <sighs> so dapper and equally eloquent. Christopher, thank you for taking the time this morning. Thank you, Mike. Again, I can't believe it. It's, a, it's an early season. We had all these international games over the summer, a little preview and a special time. I think world football has never been bigger and more exciting. All right. I want to I ask you a question. We're going to talk about the Premier League today, focus on that, and then some of the other European leagues tomorrow. But this mm-hmm. trend here of these European leagues that have started already, the, the second tier in England, the Championship League, 24 teams, 12 fixtures in week one, 11 and one to the under, one game went over two and a half with a late goal. Scottish Premiership, a high-scoring league, four one and one to the under. Belgian Juleper League, seven one and three to the under. Is it shrewd to be looking at unders here in Week One? Are teams especially nervy and edgy in these matches? Yeah, I think that you caught on to a, a fascinating trend. You know, when you look at just preseasons that I went through over the years, you know, you're you're trying to reinforce your body and optimize the physical side and to over a long period of time here, it's going to be broken into two halves. And so your legs, sometimes you don't feel like a human being, especially if you're playing for Antonio Conti, who's probably the hardest trainer in European football. So it's much easier to devise or execute a plan that is to be more secure and difficult to break down rather than it is correct. I I mean, to connect and have that creativity, being able to score. We saw it in the community shield where Liverpool really didn't miss a beat because they're MO uh, in, in playing is a little more attacking, it's a little more uh, thrust and burst and explosive accelerations going forward. And then you look at teams that even though you have a world-class forward like Holland, uh, you know, that connectivity of players like 
Jack Grealish and other midfield players that might not be on the same page, even though he had his opportunities to score. I think it is not a bad bet. It's pretty clever handicapping, and it's very interesting that you picked that trend up. All right, let's talk about the, the the Premier League. Obviously, it's the big two again. Man City won four or five. Liverpool, the only other team to, to interrupt them during that run. Uh, they add Holland. You mentioned that to Man City. Will Holland be the difference in separating them from Liverpool? They're minus a dollar seventy-five to win the EPL. Liverpool right now around two ten, two twenty. Uh, Holland's a banger. I mean, the man-child can put the ball in the net. But Pep likes to score the perfect goal. Will Pep sort of change his philosophy now that he has Holland? He definitely will not deviate his philosophy. It's more about Holland uh, adding that component to his game. And, you know, that actually might make him one of the great strikers if he's able to blend like Lewandowski did in Bayern Munich under Pep Guardiola with those two fantasistas of Ribery and Robin on the outside. It's a different type of dynamic. And uh, I think that that could be a challenge. You know, I'm looking at Jack Grealish, and I just see, even in that champions that we broke down, that he didn't have that killer edge. You know, there is that flamboyance, and there's that flair, and there's that aesthetic to his play. But when you need the cutting edge to be able to score, is he going to have that? Will be? Will that be the difference? And you see players like Gabriel Jesus that was coming into his own, leaving to Arsenal. You know, he's Arteta. I think that's a magnificent pickup. So I actually like 220, if you call it that. You know, I saw uh, plus 250 just a moment ago on Liverpool. I kind of like that. They have some hunger here. They have, it's not a bad bet to take Liverpool here, especially under Klopp, especially with Mohamed Salah, who three times he's won the golden boot. And you have Diego Jota. When you break down his minutes in his playing, he's come really good, along with Firmino when he can play there. You have Luis Diaz, and then you have Darwin Nunez. I kind of like Liverpool to eclipse them. You know, just the no-brainer that you're adding a world-class striker and it's like for like. It's not plug-and-play, if you will. And I think that that's going to have them coming off a little slower out of the gates and might give an edge to Liverpool here. All right, let's take a look at top four because I think, you know, not many will bet other than Liverpool or Man City to win it. But I, to me, it's really a group of six teams that are going to compromise the top four. So really a group of four beyond the big two that will make up the other two spots in Champions Champion League qualifier. Chelsea finished third last year, Tottenham fourth. They're both minus 150 to return to the top four. Uh, Man United at is plus 135 to plus 140. And Arsenal, you can find them almost around $2 when you're looking at their best line. I like Tottenham. I bet Tottenham to make the top four. I like that they added Perisic, Basumu, Charlson. They get some more depth to their scoring uh, beyond the big two with Harry Kane uh, and, and Son. I like this team a lot. I like the first full year with Conte and the conditioning. Do you Absolutely. support that bet at minus 150 for top four? hundred percent. And I even like the long bet of Tottenham being the surprise that could win the league. I mean, I don't think they're going to do it. I'm with you with with Liverpool City and, you know, how that's going to come in. But I think, you know, when I won, I won it twice, the Giorgio Mug at Sirius XM among all the pundits. And the year that, one year that I won it, Chelsea under Mourinho was in 10th in the league and Conti took over. And I, and again, I'll tell the story. I had the benefit of watching Antonio Conti in the field with Juventus here at uh, Stanford University in California. And there's no one meticulous uh, like him. The detail that he has, and he's a winner. You know, he's a serial winner. So I think that Tottenham definitely could be in third here, definitely top fourth. I like that minus 150. And I like the uh, plus 1,200 for a long shot. If you want to put a small amount, $50 on a bet for them to win, you know, you, at least you have them. But those reinforcements that they have are impressive, very impressive. impressive. I want to address Man U. Already we're seeing, you know, Ronaldo leaving before the match is over. Ten Hag coming out saying he doesn't support this. Was Eric Ten Hag the right choice for Manchester United? No no disrespect, but Christopher, you or I could have coached Ajax to the Erdvisti title. All right? I, 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 th- I think Ten Hag just delays them returning to the top four. I don't think Man U gets back to the top four uh, in the next two to three years. I mean, Christian Eriksen is their top signing, a guy with uh, obviously the health problems as, as we witnessed during the European Championships. 
Christian Erickson and what he did at Tottenham and even at Inter Milan when he was coming off the bench. I think that Manchester United needed a coach like Antonio Conte or Diego Cholo Simeone, uh, someone that has that moxie, that has that drive, uh, can transform a team overnight. And I think Ten Hag, uh, theoretically, like many Dutch coaches that they've had before, you know, understands a game at a good level, what he wants to do. But play, you don't play the game on paper. And the biggest mistake was he should have been running for the hills uh, instead of keeping Cristiano Ronaldo because they're playing that pressing football like Liverpool where they're trying to steal. And I'm not sure they have the engine in the midfield, the, the support. They wanted De Young, who's in Barcelona. It doesn't look like he's going to come. I'm not seeing quite the, the players that match up with the style of play that he wants to play. Will they be better? Definitely. Are they going to be top four? I think that's a big ask for them. And we're talking about one of the most popular teams in the world. So, you know, they need a transformational coach. And I think in a mid-level, he's a transformational coach. But I'm not thinking for a team like Manchester United. Talking with Christopher Sullivan here. He'll be covering the World Cup for BN Sports. Former U.S. men's national team player. Let's close with this, the golden boot. The, the overriding theme of this year for all these leagues is obviously going to be World Cup and the nearly two-month break that it's going to take. From a better perspective, should we be targeting players that won't be in the World Cup when we're looking at a golden boot? Great question. Yeah, I mean, when you look at Erling Holland and Mo Salah, both those players, you know, Egypt didn't qualify, uh, you know, on the last at the end. And then finally as well with Erling Holland, he won't. So they'll have a month off in, in uh, December. And I think Holland is the favorite at plus 275. I like Salah. I think his numbers are, you can correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, I think it's like plus 450. You know, I like Mo Salah. He's won it three times before. Uh, he's going to have the supporting cast. Both of them are going to have their chances as well. Um, he's one of the ones that takes the penalties as well, so that's going to give him another three or four uh, to five uh, within the season. And then you look at Harry Kane. I mean, he's the next one. Diego Jota, minute for minute, is very powerful. But I would go with Mo Salah for this in this season. Funny little story. Years ago, back in Doha, we are covering the World Cup, and one of our producers from Liverpool, he said, ah, this guy, oh, he was an Everton fan. He said, this guy, no chance. And I said, I'll bet you he scores more than, you know, 20 goals. He said he won't score more than 10. He, he went on to score 31 plus a season. So, uh, you know, he paid the $20 when I came back on the next trip. And I think Mo Salah still has it. Um, for me, he's the best bet here. But there's, you know, one of five that could win this year. I like Jamie Vardy. You find him at about 16 to 1. Gets a lot of penalties, it seems to me, for Leicester. And, uh, you know, they get a new, no, new guy in gold. Casper Schmeichel went into my pocket more times than I, I care to talk about, Christopher. <laughs> Thank you for the time. We're going to talk to you tomorrow. We'll preview La Liga, League One, and maybe Champions if we get to it. All the best. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you so very much. All right, coming up, Danny Burke from Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same-game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with the same-game parlay at BetRivers. Go to BetRivers Sportsbook app or BetRivers.com and make your baseball same-game parlays today. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. I'm all shot out on assignment. He'll be back Tuesday. And how about that? We have the voice and the face of Bet Rivers, Mr. Danny Burke, host of Rush Hour, 3 p.m. Pacific, 5 o'clock Central there in Chicago. Danny, how are you doing today? Mike, I'm doing good, my man. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, we're just uh, powering through these summer months with some disappointment with the Cubs, and uh, we don't know what to think of the White Sox, so uh, we're still teetering back and forth with them. What what do you make of the Cubs not making the moves and keeping Hap and keeping Contreras? That, to me, might have been the biggest head-scratcher of the whole trade deadline. Yeah, it's really just the most perplexing thing. I honestly don't know how I feel about it because there's two sides to the coin, especially as being a Cubs fan. As a Cubs fan, you want Contreras, you want Hap on the team, but more so with Contreras. I mean, he's been the heart and soul of this team for quite some time and really has developed into a leader and is such an electric player. And, you know, Hap's gotten a lot better offensively and a really key piece to this offense. So, from that standpoint, you're like, yeah, good, let's build around these guys. But at the same time, you're like, how are you going to build around these guys if they're not actually investing in top-tier players, which the organization is seemingly refusing to do, unless that's their game plan now. But realistically, it probably is not going to be. So when you're looking at it then for, okay, let's try to be as good as possible at whatever point, just hopefully not so far down the road, then you would have been like, well, then why didn't she get rid of Contreras? Why didn't she get rid of Pat? And I guess maybe... You know, the argument is, hey, they didn't get as much as they really wanted out of those guys. Hoyer wasn't pleased. Or, hey, maybe he just didn't want or the Cubs organization didn't want the fans being even more ticked off and they wanted to keep selling tickets to Wrigley Field. But I don't know what ended up happening, truthfully. But, again, I kind of feel both sides here, Mike. Cubs in action right now. Doubleheader against their arch rival at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. 3-0 Cubs going to the bottom of the sixth. Marcus Stroman, strong through five, has only given up one Hit. They'll face Jose Quintana coming over from Pittsburgh in the nightcap tonight. White Sox uh, go to Texas uh, for that series. Let's talk about the two central divisions. Uh, you get a firsthand look at it being there in Chicago, both the AL and NL Central. Uh, Brewers, they get Rodgers for Hater. really don't do much else. I know the talk around Milwaukee, and you're close there uh, to Milwaukee, that they're giving up on this season. The Cardinals sit a game and a half back of the Brewers going into today. You can still get them. I think the best price in the market around plus 180 right now. Do you think the Cardinals overcome the Brewers and win the NL Central? Honestly, because of that price, I would at least bet it. I don't know if I would say with full conviction that it's actually going to happen, but from a betting perspective with the value, how could you not be entertained with the Cardinals, like you said, potentially as good as plus 180, just a game and a half back. I mean, yeah, you got rid of Hayter, and he was a little shaky, and I know you were talking about it earlier this week, but the Brewers can fill that void with Williams, who's been an absolute stud. 
But the issue for the Brewers, to me, up until this point in the season, and really last year, too, and why I don't consider them a World Series contender, at least, is just their inconsistencies offensively. Like, their pitching can be so good, but when it really comes down to mattering in the postseason, their offense isn't going to be able to carry them. And even their pitching inevitably kind of took a slide back. So I'm not as infatuated with the Brewers as I once was. I did think at some point that they were uh, the rightful favorite, and I was going to look to bet them if the odds got shorter to win the Central, but that just hasn't been the case. And now I've kind of flipped my sentiment uh, with this Cardinals team that can pick the offense up on any given night. Uh, got some pitchers toward the trade deadline. Not anybody star-studded-wise, but enough to maybe be sufficient to get them over Milwaukee. I don't think they're necessarily giving up. I just don't think they're as good as maybe a lot of people thought they were going to be coming into the season, and myself included. So, yeah, again, with that price, plus 150 or above, I think I would seriously consider St. Louis. On the south side of town, Sleepy Tony and the White Sox are in third in the division race, third team back out of the wild card right now. They are still favored in most markets to win the AL Central. Twins went out and got the closer in Lopez from the Orioles. Who's winning the AL Central, Danny? I still think it's got to be the Sox. I took a bet so long ago on them. I think it was around May at minus 110 for them to win the division. And then it just got worse and worse. And you could have got them at like plus 210. But I didn't really want to double dip with this inconsistent team and unreliable squad. And look, uh, they're still incredibly frustrating. They're going to continue to be. So I still think they find a way to win the division. They're just not going to make you feel comfortable while doing so. I mean, Minnesota, I think they're pitching starting wise. will start to slow down. Uh, the Guardians, I mean, they'll be in there. They're always going to be kind of hanging around, but I don't think they're going to have enough offense toward the end of the stretch. And, you know, a lot of people like this White Sox team in the second half of the season because of how favorable and easy their schedule is going to be. And that seems to be the case. And they'll lose an ugly game like the home opener against Oakland, but then they picked up the next two out of three. But let's see how they do on the road here against the Rangers. I know Texas really has not much to play for as of this point, but these are still big games to the White Sox. And you don't want to be having to say that with the team against the Rangers at this point, but that's just the state of Chicago. But luckily for them, they're in a weak AL Central. Uh, if those bats can keep hitting righties, which they've done very well since the beginning of July, I think they'll end up winning this division. So if you can still get somewhat of an appropriate price and you don't mind playing that price, yeah, I think the White Sox end up on top. Talking with Danny Burke, host of Rush Hour here on VEASAN every day, 5 p.m. Central, 3 o'clock Pacific. Danny, Ariel Epstein is known as the prop queen. You're known as the prop king. Before we turn our focus to the Big Ten West, anything on today's baseball card you played in terms of a prop, a side, or a total? Um, I didn't do anything with a prop. The only thing I was considering was that Red Sox-Royals game, like the team total runs for Boston to fade Bubich. I made that bet with the Yankees last week, and I just always almost automatically looked to fade Bubich. The Southpaw's really been struggling. So uh, something with that. Otherwise, I'm just looking at those Chicago games. I think the Cardinals probably take advantage over the Cubbies for game two of the doubleheader. And then I do think I got to trust Cueto a little bit tonight. I would look at taking the White Sox on the away home opener, not or, uh, the away series opener, not the home opener in the series for the White Sox. But on the road, I think they can get by tonight against an unknown commodity and their starting pitcher who's a southpaw. So uh, those are two sides that I was looking at. And then just the team total run prop that I was considering for this evening. Danny, you grew up in Chicago and wanted to be a journalist. Of course, you didn't consider Northwestern, but went to Nebraska. Uh, I want to talk about the Big Ten West. I cannot for the life of me understand why Nebraska is the second choice behind Wisconsin. should be a terrific competitive division. Wisconsin the favorite, Nebraska the second choice, then Iowa, and then Minnesota. What bets have you made or are looking at in the Big Ten West in terms of the division or win totals? So the bet that I like the most, probably throughout the NFL and college football, I really like Wisconsin under nine wins. Now, this team typically is the short shot to win the West as of late, and rightfully so, right? I mean, they build up their trenches year in and year out on both sides of the ball. Defensively, they're always sound. They have a great running game, and they'll continue to have that, if not one of the best, uh, throughout the Big Ten Conference. But the big question is Graham Mertz. I mean, this guy has just proven time and time again since that Illinois game 
he is not a good quarterback. He cannot move the ball downfield. I don't know what's going to change this year, especially when they have a really difficult schedule. And they have a lot of tough road games. And even when you're getting the rivalry game at the end of the year against Minnesota, I think Minnesota may have. I mean, they have a better quarterback in Tanner Morgan, but they could have just as good of a running game. We'll see if their defense can continue their success. But I, at best, at best, think Wisconsin gets to nine wins. But more so, I see them at about seven and eight. And here in Illinois, they're offering a flat nine minus 115 to the under. So I love that bet, and I took it. And, yeah, there's a little bit of fandom in me with this one, but I did take the Huskers over seven and a half wins. And, look, uh, your producer, my producer, Britton, he's the same way as I am. We like to give our uh, university a lot of crap, and rightfully so. But this is the year it has to happen for Scott Frost. They finally brought in some adults, some mature coaches to the room to help him, you know, call the plays, organize everything. They got some good defensive guys to replace the dudes who went to the drafts and the transfer portal. And then obviously you got a good quarterback from Texas in Casey Thompson, who you got to think is going to be better than Adrian Martinez. So with all of that being added up with a very, very favorable schedule to start out the year, I think they'll get enough momentum and I could see this team getting the eight wins. Danny, we got 20 seconds. If Scott Frost doesn't win eight games, will he be fired or will he just give back another 50% of his salary? So I was talking with them all about this. I think if they're competitive and get to seven wins, he'll stay. But six or less, regardless of how it goes, he'll be gone. Give me Minnesota plus 480 in the Big Ten West. Danny, thanks for taking the time. Have a great show this afternoon. You got it, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks to Danny, Christopher Sullivan, all our guests today, Nick Bogdanovich, uh, Jeff Erickson. Appreciate all the help. Stay tuned to Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.